Yeah, Rap Radar Podcast, Elliot Wilson. It's B-Dot. B-Dot, what's up, baby? In my best Joe Budden voice, salutations. <laughs> we got mouse on the show, but I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it. It's just so, so crazy. The game is, man. Are these podcasters harder than the rappers right now, these podcasters? It might be. This is like our second time talking to Joe in, what, like six years, maybe? Ooh. Been a while. It's been a while, man. But before that, man, I wanted to get your take. First of all, with the Tyler thing, when he's talking about lists and stuff, people were saying maybe beat out, man. Was he offended when B- when the Tyler was breaking down our lists on important and the lists and the rankings and all that? Standing next to the list, man. How did the list man feel, man? Beat out, man. <laughs> now, I agree with them to, to some point. I think that you can't uh, refute someone's favorite. But my list is always reflective on the best. Mm. So I think it's a little bit different. But... You know, I think Tyler has some good has some good points in our conversation. Yeah, some people really grab into it. I think he's basically saying, like, you know, a lot of times, you know, I think there's like, do you think there's still like that hip hop purist thing where people feel like, well, they have to say that they like something even though it may not be the something they're connected to, right? Like, they don't want to admit they like something that looks like it's not a hip hop purist. Uh, I don't love Illmatic. I love it was written more. Like, I remember that whole divide with the audience, right? Like. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like what Tyler he was trying to say is that younger hip hop fans shouldn't feel obligated to say Illmatic or Ready to Die is their favorite album of all time. And if it is, cool, but don't feel like you have to say that to feel validated. You know, yeah. I think that that lead us in, in hip hop. We got to represent today's music, man. I saw this thing. I don't know if you saw. It, Billboard was reporting that like this. You know, with the midpoint now, we're in June, and like there's been no number one hip hop single, Hot 100 hip hop single. And no number one hip hop out, man. So are we in trouble, B Dot Man? What's the state of the culture, man? We in trouble, man? About to put my resume on LinkedIn, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're okay. I, like I feel like kind of what Tyler was saying about the numbers and the metrics and the data. You know, if you let that tell it, we don't have any good music. I just think that there isn't there hasn't been a release from a blockbuster artist yeah. this year so far, but there have been good releases from uh Larry June, Alchemist. Ooh. Jack Harlow, who Jack, put out man, Jack, the guys we've had so far, Tyler, Jack Harlow, they put out yeah. good products, you know. So. Yeah, currently Jermaine Dupree. I mean, Ooh. those are really good projects they mean this year. So they might not necessarily hit number one on the Billboard charts, but hey, they're number one in my uh, in my car right now. And we know Beat already crafting that list, man. Tell them Beat you, you start that list every day. The list he's worked on, right? Yeah, he's been working on it since uh, January first, two thousand and twenty-three, man. So probably by the time this comes out, I think I should be having a half-year mark, uh, kind oh, of. Yeah, fine. you do do the you do the halfway thing to just stir it up already, right? Oh my God, I can't wait. <laughs> you gotta take the temperature, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, last time he gave a list, man. He did this media list, man. This guy, I guess, today was number one at the top of the list, man. It's Joe Budden guy, man. The media Don, Joe Budden. The pod father. <laughs> I can't believe we had the pod father in the Rap Radar podcast beat up. What was that like for you, man? You know what I'm saying? We usually don't interview our peers, our, our colleagues. It was it was a little bit different this time around because last time we talked, he had an album out. And, you know, we were talking about the music. But this time we were just talking about his career, um, you know, his deals, everything he has going on, you know, on the uh, podcast front. So it was a little bit different this time. But it was always enjoyable talking to Joe. And he got personal with me, man. He was giving me shit about uh, some of our history together. We was supposed to be doing the uh, Everyday Struggle show. I passed on that. Academics was born. I'm sorry, B-Dot. Academics was born. And then uh, <laughs> hip-hop media changed, man. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy to see that guy's growth, man. I definitely feel like I was definitely some small part of, like, this sort of uh, resurgence and stuff. But, you know, he's dedicated to it, man. I, it's amazing how he continues to, like, you know, developed that show with different challenges. And now he's made it kind of like a big ensemble 
cast of like six people. That's a lot of people talking on the mic, man. We can barely right. deal with each other, man. How you imagine the four other people? Yeah, man. You, got, you got Melissa Ford there. That's a nice eye candy situation. <laughs> so, I see your vision, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't low is what you say. Mouse ain't low. And the flip, man. Flip from, from your neck of the wood, man. Queens flip, man. The wild boys south side. Yeah, everyone's doing their thing, man. So, you know, Joe Budden, you know, you can't count him out. And I think his resilience is a testament to that. Absolutely, man. We're honored to have him on the show, man. Hopefully, hopefully, man, we get some of them crazy Joe Budden fans listen to the Rap Radar podcast. That's what you want to do, the big business. You know, <laughs> you share audiences, B-Dot. That's what the business people love, man. It, the suits the interval. That's what they want. They want the worlds to collide, man. The audio consumption. Sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you enjoy this, man. Sharing is caring, man. And Rap Radar's here to do it, man. If the rappers ain't hot, we're going to go right to our fellow podcasters, man. This is a good one, man. This is Rap Radar and the boy Joe Budden. Yeah. Yeah, Rap Radar Podcast, Elliot Wilson. My name is B-Dot. B-Dot, what's up, baby? Chilling with the podfather today, man. Joseph, Joseph Anthony oh, Budden, man. the junior. <laughs> my good guys right here. Oh, my God. He ain't been on the Rap Radar Podcast since he, since he was a rapper. Right. Back in the years, day. about seven was years ago. had a small little was office at CBS? CBS. Yeah. Wow. It, was, it wasn't even the last album. It was like the second to last second album. Second to last album, right. Last album. y'all not inviting me back <laughs> since then. A lot has changed, man. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. So how does it feel to be number one on the competition? Oh, nah, media here we go. No, 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 no way. No way. <laughs> ain't, ain't getting me. Top of the, top of the heat. Yeah, ain't getting talk to Complex about it. I have no idea. The list has caused me nothing but harm and pain. <laughs> you he, took that personal, though, Elliot. That no. list. I didn't take it. I was no, fine. Yes, you now you took this shit personal. Elliot was in his feelings. He was. I don't <laughs> know why. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why either. I was like, why do you care about this? I was looking. You the last nigga that should care. Yeah. There's a few names on that list that y'all shouldn't kiss sway. You and like this applies for us, the messy niggas. This ain't it's for like niggas with journalistic integrity. <laughs> This ain't for journalistic integrity, yo. Yeah, at least. will start posting his double nah, No, but I'll push back. There's integrity to what you do, Joe. I think the, the way you conduct your pod and, the, and your stack. Like, you you go off the rails, but there is a certain, that's why I think people mess with you, that there there is an integrity. They feel like you're not bullshitting them. That's who well, you I try, are and that's what you feel. I try to go about it with some integrity. Yeah. I think a lot of times, that you may see that because you know the business, but... I don't think the fans or onlookers view it that way. Well, they enjoy the entertainment portion well, yeah. of it. And, and also, you have to touch on the daily. Like, I don't know how you do it. Like, me and Bidot talk about it sometimes. Like, what we do, obviously, this is more of an interview show. I just understand, like, what's your take on, like, how do you get motivated to, like, sort of just take these hot topics and, you know, be able to riff with your co-hosts on it? Like, what, what's, what's, the, what's your approach to that? And, like, why does it stay fresh to you to be able to do that? Well, you got to find fresh ways to do it, mm. I guess. And I'm really passionate about it. I know that sounds cliche, but mm. I enjoy getting up and cracking this thing and just sharing opinions mm. and just shooting the shit. I could, I kind of rather not speak about the hot topics. Mm. I'd rather speak about conversations that black men are going through, friend groups are going through, women, sports. Yeah. I want to kick about just like cool shit. If I could never discuss the hip hop shit, really, I mm-hmm. would feel better. Or like the important shit in hip hop. Let me not say hip hop, because yeah. that's in my core. Right. But like the real shit, not the, oh, it's drill, oh, it's top five. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Not that, nah, not that I wake up at the time of this and Cam's mad at me and we're going back and forth or whatever. Like, 
yeah. that kind of food. Yeah, like, that, <laughs> but that's exactly kind of the point. Like that, like you 50, I'll be 43. And I was listening to that shit in 97. Like, that's not where I want to be now. Mm-hmm. Like when you hit me today and say, where you at, drop your location. Like I look at you like you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think I'm out here doing hostings? You think I'm out here? That applies for the niggas that's got to move around and get money and feel safe and be comfortable. That's not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Niggas got to speak to me differently. I'm going to get mad up here. <laughs> <laughs> but do you still enjoy the music? Well, I guess you're an ex-rapper at this point, but do you have that same passion for podcasting as you did for the music? I, I would say more today. Mm. Like, it's what, I, it's, what, it's what consumes my mind on a daily basis. Mm. Music was great, but I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I was never in a situation where I was able to really reap what I thought my talent could garner me. Mm. So that kind of made it sad. Once you get out of all those bad contracts and this deal and that publishing and this production company, once you get away from all that and finally start finding some footing, mm-hmm. yeah, this shit could get fun. Mm. This is fun now today. Mm. It's my kids, it's my parents and family, it's my girl, it's my friends, and it's me just trying to further myself and prepare life for my 50s. Mm. That's how I ended up in this spot at 42. I was 35, fucked up, picturing 40s, like, ew. No, nah, this can't, can't go, go that right. way. Yeah, it can't, can't go, go that way, kind of thing. Gotta go, gotta go another route. So. I saw in a previous interview, you said at some point you want to get off the couch. Yeah, I want to get off the couch at <laughs> some point. Right. Or in less of a capacity, mm. but that's no time soon. Right. That's no time soon. But you did make major change to the pod of like, you know, some people say like positive and negative, oh, Joe's turned it into a morning show, right? Like there's more characters, it's, it's more of an ensemble cast, like mm-hmm. you've expanded it. Like why was that a decision, the right decision? You watch the game tape. And I know my friends, I know Ice and Ish for over 15 years. Mm. They really came in a time of need for me and really kind of acted as my my life best while I was figuring it out. Mm. And I'm forever grateful to them for that. But in the content space, my views of how it should go versus Ice and Ish, who are grown adult, just we not thinking about nothing. All right, let's spice this up. I want to spice it up. <laughs> spice this shit up. So, yeah. And often at times, right? Like, I've been talking to my friends Ice and Ish for however many years. So now we on the mic. How they respond to me and react to me is nah. Flip. Different. Wild card. Beautiful mm-hmm. Melissa. It's right. different. Got the eye candy. It's different energy. Eye candy queen going again. It's different energies <laughs> in here. For, if, you, if you're doing a chemistry test, yeah. you need to throw some different shit out there. And it and it, it has worked beyond uh, beyond imagination. A lot of it was kind of like on-the-job training, right? I mean, they're not broadcasters, so it's like, did you have to feel like you didn't, needed to develop them? They were learning. They were learning in real time. Right. They, they definitely were learning in real. They didn't have the grace of. They got thrown in the fire. Mm. So yeah, I was developing, or I felt like I needed to try to, but uh, we needed to produce fast as well. Mm. It was a hungry audience, and a vocal audience. <laughs> yeah. And people don't like change, so. Yeah. They see two new guys here. It's like, hey, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> the fuck do I want to listen to them for? Right. Yeah. So, but, but we, you know, to bring a strong force like Flip out the gate to it, that was did it, did it feel at all risky to? Well, not to me because move? I've known Flip for a billion years. See, I can't do this with somebody I don't know. Mm. 
I can't just have a, an audition and hey, who wants to be a? I can't yeah. do that. Well, well that's how we found academics, the great academics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Act was an entity, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. on his own, he wasn't just like a guy in the street. Yeah, Complex sure wouldn't have brought him in if he was a guy <laughs> from the street. You ever think about that? Everyday struggle. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it would have worked. Or not work. He's crazy. <laughs> you think? He's crazy. How what you, I mean? He's really crazy. What you mean? What do you mean? I mean, you're crazy, Elliot. I think you're crazy. <laughs> Wait, what does that got to do with the struggle? <laughs> do you think it would work? Everything to me. Oh, that I was crazy? Crazier than you? I think you were crazy to not take the opportunity. Mm. Okay. I think that that, I, I'll never understand that. Mm. I was sad when L. I was that was up. a tough call. That I was, was a sad. tough call. That was a tough I was call. Fuck, we was fucked up. But why? Me, Noah, we were fucked up. Y'all get real, man. Okay, we get when, real when, when, we when, really when, Yeah, I know all this CBA, so I don't know what y'all are doing. When L did that, yeah. we was fucked up up there. So why did you not do it, Elliot? Oh, man. The real answer. Yeah, drink water. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe Budden, the media mogul. All right. Uh... Yeah, I just ultimately the title was the better opportunity for me. And I felt at the time, money wise, they really wanted Joe and they kind of wanted me. And we couldn't get the couldn't get it close enough, I felt, mm. you know. And I felt like Joe had kind of already begun to what he was doing was was taking control of it. Like it was an idea that, you know, everybody wanted to do. Like everybody wanted to do the first take of hip hop. Nobody had done it right. Charlamagne tried to do it, Shaheen, me, mm. all these type of people who tried to do it. Noah had the backing to do it. He wanted me to approach you about it. Um, but yeah, no, but it still was a tough decision. It was, still was a tough decision. That's why I say he's crazy. Mm. Why am I crazy? <laughs> I'll be real. Well, well, all right, but now, but now give me your hindsight. Give me your hindsight. Well, I thought the show was going to work. Remember, because then, then I tried to get you to, to come to title with the podcast because I knew the oh, show yeah, was going to pop. Yeah. When I saw the academics thing, you guys, remember, I said, I don't know whether to clap you or dap you because I was like, he was at, at the title office. I got you to come up there one time. And I was like, I knew this show was going to work. And I was so fucking mad. I was like, but I also think it, it had to be that. I think it worked better because of the generational thing. And at that time, Act was cool with all these. No? Mm. Can I get it out? Go ahead. I mean, it's a crock of shit, but get it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that. You're going to love this. That, the internet's going to love that this. That one No, because the internet is tired of hearing. Everyday struggle with me, act. They sick of all that shit. Mm-hmm. But that one decision from Elliot, that one, hmm. allowed act to do this. Yeah, allowed me to do this. It allowed just so many things to happen. So because, I did it for hip hop. I'm because, a kid. <laughs> I did it for hip hop. I mean, I think things worked out the way they were supposed to. You know, uh, Elliot. I don't know that. I want no, to argue hip hop with Elliot. No, but there wasn't. So the other part I remember. And I was so mad at you when we tried, tried to take it to GQ. So this is what happened. No one wanted to do the deal, but then they were dragging, right? And plus the money wasn't where I wanted it to be. So then I was like, let's let's just try to keep, create some heat on this thing. Let's go to another building. I knew Will Welch at GQ. They was doing the, uh, he was the Keith Oberman, the political guy. He had a show on there. They were starting to do some oh, original yeah, content. Okay. And I was like, Joe, we got to go. So I go, I take all the means with Already Ian. Already is bad. I take all the means with Ian, his manager. Which is bad. <laughs> Which is bad. It's all going great. And then we got to bring Joe to the next, the final meeting. 
So Joe gets in the meeting and Joe's, you know, this is why I saw the genius of Joe Button. Joe is the most charming. If he wants to be the most charming, beautiful person, he could be that. And then he could turn the room. I saw him literally sit in the room with these corporate people. He had them eating out the palm of his hands. Mm -hmm. He had the white woman basically flirting with him and all in love with him. And then he just turned the whole meeting upside down. Negative. Like like that. Like turned it into like, you're going to exploit us. They bought the the wrong suit in. Ah. They bought the wrong suit in. (laughs) We was chilling, catching a vibe. Then they go get the guy that, you know, the big whoever the fuck this nigga's supposed to be that we supposed Mm. to care about. We don't know a lick about shit. The fuck are we doing here with our hip hop show in GQ? <laughs> right. Why am I in GQ? So was he even But a- L is like that. L is like corporate darling GQ. Like listen to listen to him. And I'm like the antithesis of all of those things. Right. Bad idea to bring me to GQ. But that'd be my story at the companies. Yeah. Like at the companies, they either don't get it or get it and they're not gonna pay you. Hmm. It's never very rare that it's anything besides those two things. That's yeah. how I always end up fighting. Right. You got to go somewhere. You got to create it to prove that it's valuable. And then when it becomes valuable, you got to say, hey, it's valuable. What are we doing? And yeah. then they say, nigga, we keeping it. What are you talking about? Well, legend has it that you turned down $20 million from Spotify. Is that true or false? It turned down. I walked away from it. The walked away. So was it, is there a number that you're talking about? 20 million. That's, that was the number. That's the number. Some give or take. Something mm-hmm. like that over the course of however many years. Right. But you didn't like the terms? I was never signing that. Mm. Worth way more than $20 million. Damn. So what is what number, if you said $20 million is well, good. Number number assumes that I'm looking for a number from somebody. Mm. I'm fine. <laughs> when these people call me and they still call, mm. we say, y'all called. Mm. We're not looking for nothing. <laughs> mm. So what are you looking for? And so what's the key to that? Is it is the Patreon like going direct to your audience and them supporting you? Like well, what fan, were you able to like are always empower key. yourself like and not have to do that? Uh, well, I don't know if that's what was happening when it was happening. I was just I was just in search of a better way the whole time. I didn't really feel like, oh, powerful me, I'm gonna fucking but as you just go and get more information, that's why I say that complex move was a mistake by you. Mm-hmm. Because at these companies it's not really the money and the branding is cool. Sometimes we need the information mm. that they're not going to share with us. Mm-hmm. So you got to go there, go behind the wall, see all the ways that they make money from it. How do we make money from a song? We go on the road and perform it. Mm-hmm. How do they make money from a song? It's 20 million ways. It's the same, same important for me. Mm-hmm. You just have to figure out, you have to be fearless enough to get out there and figure out what those ways are versus what else said, go to title and get the check. Like if you put the bigger check in front of us, mm-hmm. then he's right. Only an insane man would not do what he did. Mm-hmm. But part of this, you gotta be a little insane, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just a little bit. So what mistakes do you think that a lot of podcasters make kind of entering this space? The mistake is stopping. Mm-hmm. Like I, I encourage and support anybody who continuously does it because if you do it enough, you'll figure it out in real time. Mm. You'll watch yourself back. You'll hear yourself back. You'll learn who you want to talk to, don't want to talk to, mm-hmm. how you want to be perceived, what you like. You'll learn. Uh, I kill it, the people that uh, are lazy and are not invested in this. Mm-hmm. And it's just smoke and mirrors and they're trying to make people think some shit. And they can and, just pop up off their name. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And the people that uh, do it for a quick check. Mm. Those two. Right. Those are the two that, that muddy the waters for niggas like me. Mm. 
And so I was curious, why do you think so many rappers are kind of getting into podcasting now? Well, podcasting is a, is a billion dollar business. Mm. I mean, I, I think that's the answer to that. <laughs> Wherever the money is. Yeah, I can't speak to people's passion for yeah. it, but there's a, lot, there's a lot of money in it. And it, this is a nice uh, post-rap career. Mm-hmm. Like this is kind of like the sports analyst. You think it's about a it. smooth yeah. segue. Yeah. Why would somebody not try to hit at, at that? Mm. But you make it look like they could succeed with it. That's, that's a, your, you're the pioneer in that, in that space. <laughs> good. People need to see that. Mm. I, re, I vividly remember what 2015 was like for me with a podcast. Mm. Mm. Vividly remember. What was it like? Shade, shade from all over. Mm. Shade from everywhere. It was looked at as a downtrodden. Like some bullshit. Mm. What are you doing? You're a failure. You're a loser. Uh, you're a bum. Shit didn't work out. Have fun with your little podcast. It was that from everybody. Mm. You'd be silly to say, oh, y'all stupid to them. Why are they saying that? That thinking allowed me to move covertly for a lot of years. Mm. Like, and try to figure things out. When I opened my YouTube today, or when I turn on my Hulu or the streaming and I see this shit everywhere, it's like, <laughs> I told one, you so. Score one for the good guys. Does it feel real I told you so? Or just. Yeah, but I mean, you don't get nothing from that. Like, yeah. all, all you can do is say, ah, gotcha, and move on with it. Yeah. Right. So you don't look at your thing like with the, with the Hot 97 thing back with the morning show thing. In your, in your mind, that just wasn't meant to be? Is that something you I needed invested that. in? But let's say you could have went that path with it. Let's say if no. you would have said dedicated to it. I, I learned quickly. And again, my vision was after rap that I would be on a morning show. Mm-hmm. Right? But by the time it was time to stop rapping, New York morning shows, they wasn't letting go of those seats. Like, that was mm-hmm. my first realization mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. oh, shit, I'm not going to get the morning show. <laughs> mm-hmm. These niggas are not leaving these seats. <laughs> Flex, Flex is still DJ. Wait, and then G-Spin <laughs> called me. G-Spin and them called me when they're creating the Breakfast Club. I remember that. Oh, wow. I'm at the fucking dinner wherever we at, coming up with names. Mm-hmm. We doing all types of shit. And I'm like, oh, this is motherfucking. <laughs> yeah, you were next up. You were next on our list. Yeah. But once that's happening, it's like, now what? Like now, what does that what does that look like? Mm. And it looked like it looked like this. But nah, I couldn't do the radio shit. The radio New York paid paid New York morning show paid what I needed to be paid. Mm-hmm. So when New York uh, when they wouldn't let me go to seats, it was like, all right, could I go to Chicago and do a morning show? Wow. Could I go to L.A. and do? But the answer to that for me was no. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a very New York abrasive sometimes could come off rude if you don't really <laughs> know, right? Like, if that's New York, yeah, that's yeah. New York stuff. Yes. I can't, there's plenty of places I probably should move for financial reasons or mm-hmm. LA for work, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else, they left. I can't leave. I can't leave. <laughs> Hell no. He was giving me shit about this, that too, this, moving to Cali. Yeah, like, that's you, that's you. Yeah. I don't do it. Sorry, <laughs> sound man. <laughs> no. There's a there's a certain grit. Mm. There's a certain work ethic that comes with New York. The fucking sun don't come up in LA till 1 p.m. Yeah. I be up at five in LA. Yeah. In the dark. <laughs> Nothing on TV. Can't order room service. Why the fuck am I out here? Get me the fuck out of here. Let me walk to a bodega. Right. Anything. But yeah, it's not, it's just not conducive for like work for me. In Miami, when I go out there, I wake I want to party. I want to go to the pool. I don't want to work. Not New York. 
<laughs> Not New York. I won't work. Right. Everything is working out for you. Get this fucking how, <laughs> how enjoyable was the Usher show? The greatest. <laughs> the greatest. That was in Vegas. It so was the was greatest. Early. It was the greatest. But listen, I, I wanted to catch him last year, mm-hmm. and I did not. Mm. Like, just because I'm not a showgoer, I put it off, procrastinating. And then he he uh, ran the shows to New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, New Year's Eve, I'm there, and I couldn't go because of work. So this time, I said, no. I'm booking a flight, me and my girl, Vegas, Usher. It was fight week. I wasn't thinking nothing about that fight. He's ducking everybody else. Everybody was out there for the fight. Mm-hmm. Nada. You came for Usher. You fucking right. <laughs> I was on daytime. I'm, on, I'm with my girl. It's Usher. It's dinner. It's pics. I, 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 like, yeah. it ain't rapper time. Mm. It ain't fucking media time. <laughs> you niggas go to that fight. Right. What's that cool? list, set, list, set list was strong? Usher joint? Dog. Two and a half hours. Wow. So two they, and, they can't beat him in the verses. Nobody can beat him in the verses. He's pretty, he's pretty I strong don't, out there. I left that show saying we don't give Usher the, the respect that he deserves. Mm, yeah. And I know that sounds silly because it's Usher. Yeah. But I bought uh, Can You Get With It in 93. Wow. Uh, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Now he was up there. He did the City Girls song. He did this feature. He did his Some song. Dating, shit. He like, went, yeah, his timeline... And I spoke about it on my podcast, like just seeing all the people there in support of him, the L.A. Reeds and the mm-hmm. J.D.'s and the, just the people that were important in his run. That shit was tear-jerking for me. Mm. It was powerful. Right. How about them Joe Budden fans? I know they still want you to get back on stage. You ever thought about that? Give us some thoughts. I'm not getting on stage. Even if I put it out, I'm not getting on stage. There's still a demand, though, for you to perform, right? How would I know? I mean, social media, the timeline, people hitting you up in the DMs. How would I know if there's a demand? I don't, I don't ask them about it. So you mean to tell me the Joe Budden music fans aren't still interested in you perform like a mood music? And they don't really them. bother me too much. Really? Hmm. No, I think what I set out to do in standing firm in retirement so that they don't bother, I think it finally hit I think the tide has turned, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's I don't think rappers ever retire, but I think you're starting to convince me that they do. Listen, I like how... I can't say hold no more because he doesn't put out too many albums. In, in, in his. <laughs> but I like versus. how he does it. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he does it, though. I like how uh, Andre does it. Mm-hmm. Like one verse a year to let y'all know I'm better than all y'all still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I like I like all that stuff. I can't bring myself to do it yet, though. Mm-hmm. So do you think like the Joe Budden music fan is a Joe Budden podcast no, no, fan? No. The two different fans? No, no, no. What do you think is the difference? Uh, well, I don't know what the difference is between the two. I think there's an uh, intersection. Where okay. they cross, but as a broadcaster, my voice is more powerful than my than I it ever was as a rapper. Hmm. Like you just reach more, you speak to more. I can say more without having to rhyme and the stanza and the punchline and the metaphor, the simile, the story, in the verse strong, start the verse strong, what's my hook? Like this this like a box. Hmm. It's a box that you have to stand. And as a rapper, my voice might not have been the most desirable for some people fucking my hooks like whatever you didn't like about him you didn't like mm-hmm. but in broadcasting uh, his voice don't sound too bad <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got some opinions i'd like to hear. Different? you can do voiceovers <laughs> they never book me really you know why why just like i said about new york radio mm-hmm. these voiceover niggas are not oh, james earl jones yeah. fucking <laughs> it's almost nigga 
the State Farm nigga, my man. <laughs> these, they not letting go of these gigs, man. Wow. I go, I go up to WME to my lord. Hey, this is barbecue buffalo wings. <laughs> I never get this gig. They be souping me up too. Last year I thought I had one. They be going, hey, we got 60 seconds to Super Bowl. They want to run it Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm like, where? Let's go. <laughs> Try out your new Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like, if my boys come on in a Super Bowl, they thought the complex list had a man. Shit. And they never hired me. I never wow. get the gig. I never get the gig. Wow. Yeah. Acting, I took acting classes. For real? Yeah, years ago. See, that's why these niggas can't fuck with me. I know what I'm doing because I tried to go do everything. Mm. I tried to go do it. Tried to act. Acting class. I was killing shit. Got a role, too. Mm, got a role. But wasn't for me. What was the role? I don't fucking know what the role was. I didn't so do you it. Didn't do it. You I didn't, didn't do it. You ran for the part, got the role. I, and I it read, down. I auditioned, I went to some fancy schmancy acting coach mm. for months. She loved, she did amazing work with me. By the time I was, I was finished with her, I was that dude, whoever the fuck he was. Right. Mm. So it was fly. But that's not, that ain't me at my core. Well, you did Can't kind of appear that. on a small screen on television, got mentioned at Abbott Elementary. Love Abbott Elementary. Right. How did that feel when you heard about that? Oh, top of the world. Top of the world. Top of the world. Organically, mm. right? Like, I love when shows like like that and people I admire and fuck with and create like that, I love when the worlds cross. Mm. So it's like, that was like a, a head nod by them. Didn't right. have to be done, but it was a salute from one black creator to another mm. black creator. I, that was powerful for me. Has there been moments like that, or and it's got the kids into me? Yeah, it had the kids in it. It was like, oh, look, they got the kids into me. The kids is in school. So, ah, they thought you was Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe Budden. That bullshit is sticking. <laughs> <laughs> it is sticking out here. You stay motivated, baby. Listen, man, that's why you do it. To wake up one day and see Abbott Elementary, give you a shout out. I wake up one day, you wake up, grab the phone, and say, "What's gonna be in store today?" <laughs> Like a Cameron, like Abedoni, whatever it is. What are we doing? Right. <laughs> the intersection is dope. Um, but how do you develop shows on YouTube? Like you have, besides the Joe Budden podcast, you have humans. I wait until I get enough money to do it. Oh. It's really just the bottom line. I got a million ideas in my head. But really? Yeah, but I'm funding all my own shit. Mm. So let's slow down. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you vet who goes on humans? Because you had like the Story. Guy, the storyteller. Story. Mm. The fans kill me because I had like four white dudes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know. They got the I, best stories. I've been talking to every rapper, every black person for 20 years. Like four white people. And mm. they, they start killing me. But uh, just story. Mm. Rob O'Neill, Navy Six, uh, the man who killed Bin Laden. Yeah. Like, I want to hear from him. Mm. Uh, Colin, the guy that did... Uh, the fucking ever, climbed every mountain, Mount Everest. Yeah. Like, that's an interesting story to me. Like I want to hear about that. I just want to hear stories. Yeah, not but, not but so do, much people. But do you prep like a, like do you research journalist type Got stuff to. before? Yeah, to. I even read a little bit of their books. Mm. Read a little bit of their book too. They always got a book. <laughs> <laughs> they always got. They always got a book. I read a little bit of the book. Do a little bit of research. I throw a little. Joe pizzazz in there, and then we off to the races, man. What do you think the key is? Because you, you've always said, like, with the Yachty thing, you was a novice in interviewing, and it didn't go the way you wanted to go, and it became this thing. And then now, it's like, obviously, you've made a lot of improvement. What do you think is the key of how you become a better interviewer? Talking, speaking to different people, for sure, and mm -hmm. just watching yourself. That Yachty interview was cringe. 
it's cringe to me because I just wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> like one of the best things about interviewing and one of the best interviewers is they shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So that was that took conscious effort for me mm-hmm. to learn how to shut the fuck up. Most of those humans, I'm not talking at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's them talking. Yeah, yeah. But from that Yachty interview, you got these funny ass memes that always circulate online. You know, from your days at Complex. What do you think about that when you see like, you know, a gif of you is being used to articulate a statement or something that you have done? Oh, that's, that's a loaded question for me to be done. On the fun side of that, it's fun and entertaining, mm-hmm. and there's a value in being memeable. <laughs> right or meme worthy when i was at complex that was something they identified i learned a lot of complex they identified that early hey when the second he gets here we just gonna meme him out they were really they were really good at that <laughs> us together magic but on the flip side of that when you think about the business of memes and the business of our voices all of us i mean all of us not just us mm-hmm. Anybody putting their voice on Instagram, it says original audio right there. You record it, it's yours, and it's there. Someone is getting paid from this shit. This is publishing. Mm, that's true. So memes are are memes are used to drive traffic. And if traffic is being driven, then there's money going somewhere and there's business to be done. But when it comes to us, we just enjoy the laugh, the ha-ha. Mm, mm. Kiki ki, hey, oh, right. It does nothing, nothing for me. So I can't use no more Joe Budden Use all of me. Gifts. Use all of me. <laughs> Yo, the Jets uh, used a little a piece oh, yeah, of my shit. That. They did. The Jets, when they announced Aaron Rodgers. It was see, the I first, get excited. first clip they used, yeah. I get excited about shit like that. What clip did they use? I didn't see it. Uh, say, it no. was me from when Daniel Jones got drafted, oh, okay. I think. I think. It was like, oh. They did a cool little content piece of everybody just going crazy. Oh, that's dope. That's cool. They started yeah. with Joe. Jump off Joe at the top. Started with Joe. Right there. Listen, Bleacher Report, anytime something happens, they use me and that Daniel Jones footage some more. Mm. So it's like, awesome. That's that's great. But that you're, you're in a partnership with me. Mm. And we don't have a partnership. Right. So stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Bleacher Report. I respect it. I appreciate it. It's right. dope. I don't want to sound like that. Right. So with the launch of the Joe Budden Network, how many years has it been now? No, oh, okay. I never left Spotify. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, I got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you creating any more partnerships, bringing more people into the network? Slow down on that. I'm not, I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know about that one. People, I don't like people. <laughs> people, people really grind my gears. <laughs> not too much on Joe. Not yeah. too much on Joe. Yeah, man. People, yeah. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot. I feel like that was a big part of shit imploding when it imploded, mm-hmm. just too many people now, too many interests to look after, too many agendas and motives and selfish. I can't, I can't, mm-hmm. I, can't I can't worry about all yeah. that. All right. And like 2015, you talk about that shift. Was that the same time you decided to name the podcast the Joe Budden podcast? Why he always put his like journalistic voice on? Is that my journalist voice? Yeah. yeah. Like, I just want to be clear. You don't do that. Do you sound like that on MTV? <laughs> <laughs> this is my speaking voice. Yeah, you. What's up with this guy? But I just want to be clear because a lot of times people say I but sound you, like you, Tony Soprano or something. You're cooler than you, Jinx. You niggas be cooler than this shit, y'all. Man. But what's the question? I forgot. I was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was gonna say the name change for uh, you named this podcast lady and turned it to the Joe Budden podcast and then Joe Budden Network. Like, was that happening around the same time? No, 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 no. Not at all. Uh, I'll name this podcast later. 
was 2015. Okay. Uh, I want to say shortly after that, we changed the name. Was it conscious just to name it after you? We couldn't search my shit. No, we just wanted to change the name. Hmm. I thought the Joe Button podcast was the dumbest name for a podcast <laughs> in the world. And I really liked I'll name this podcast later as, as, as a clever. title. Right. Was clever. I'm on the creative side of things. So when it when they was like, yo, dog, nobody can find this shit. Mm. <laughs> you got to change the name. Right. I was like, okay, well, let me think of something creative that is more findable, I guess. It was like, how about the Joe Button podcast? I'm like, that, that, no. <laughs> No fucking. Remember, you're talking to the guy that when it was time to sign my Def Jam contract in Def Jam, I didn't have a rapper name. Mm. That's how I became Joe Button. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, oh, it's right. a good name. But my point is, at some point, I want to not be Joe Button. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to be my creative, crazy, wild self. And they always make me go back to Joe Button, Rage in the Machine, me and A Rap. Mm-hmm. I tried to brand that group as as, yeah. as Rage in the Machine or some shit because it is a Rage in the Machine. But mm-hmm. they was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. There is there's a credit score that comes along with each of our names. Mm-hmm. And Joe Budden, for all of the bashing the internet has done, when people type it in in the back, yeah. They like, oh no. Mm. I remember when Watch the Drone came out, they had sent out a press release saying we should call them the drone. Like not Jay-Z Kanye West. And nobody, nobody flew with that. So it just went back to Jay-Z. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like nobody. And I think that's hard. That would have right. been hard if they was called just call them the drone. And like, as soon as they said that, niggas start throwing shots at them. Yeah, if they would have thrown, them them shots would have lasted a little longer. Right. Cause it's yeah. too easy to it's too easy to play with drone. <laughs> We met your rage in the machine. Do you listen to your old music? Yeah. Still? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do uh I do my amp show uh Mondays and Thursdays, five to seven PM Eastern Standard Time. But I try to always sneak in a Joe joint mm. just to hear growth. Cause I don't remember a lot of the verses. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I was at the time, but when I listen, it's true penmanship. And it's like, damn. Mm. You was on some shit. Right. Like, I, I listened for, for memory. Mm. What is, like, your favorite era of Joe Budden music? Of Joe Budden music? All of them. Mm. All of them, because it wasn't that's ever about the music. The music was just to kind of hold me along until I figured it out. Mm. But my debut, I remember me and my mom, Times Square, my whole family at Virgin, whatever the store that was in Times <laughs> yeah. Square, buying mm-hmm. CDs. Like, that was a moment for me. The turbulence between uh, my first album and trying to get a second album out, mm. I needed that. I needed that. I think it was called The Growth, right? It that was supposed it. to be. Yeah. See, and that's why I we played had, all We had ads in the magazines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, because Def Jam, they was trying to get it out yeah. at some point. But Big Dog single, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rest in Peace and Dog, Gangsta Party. And was gangsta. it wasn't a Jay-Z sample on one of the songs, I think? Stunting. Stunting that's on when Hove. L.A. Reid came. Yeah. Stunting. But that's when... <laughs> But listen, that's what I'm saying. Between album one and album two, Lior and Kev and all the niggas that have kind of curated New York for 40, 50 years leave. Mm. Insert L.A. Reid, the man who's kind of curated R&B and Atlanta for, and I'm a New York rapper, mm-hmm. New Jersey rapper. Mm-hmm. One, like, no, but I needed that information. Then from there, it's like, all right, what do you do? Oh, shit, I want to do mixtapes. Move music. 
All of them. I love them. Near, near and dear to me. Uh, then I did a digital project only in 09. And everybody laughed at that. But it was like, I, I see where something is headed. I'm trying to, mm-hmm. trying to see what's going on. Then I did a group. All of these different phases, I mean, I needed them is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Right. All of them. Right. And from the group on E1 and the group to Shady, then Love and Hip Hop. I throw that in there. I needed all that too. I needed the radio, the battle with Hollow. Anything I did that was ever a, a little obscure, I needed it. Yeah. Yeah, you were early on that Ustream tip too. Ustream, uh, Blog TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another one. There was another one. They all defunct now. Periscope or something like that. Periscope. Yeah. Periscope. I love Periscope. Yeah. yeah, man. Look, you know the vibe. I was there. <laughs> I was there. Yeah, this is early. Those were those were fun days, man. But even embracing the YouTube, like nobody artist was really doing that. Like a lot of that base. You built that base off your YouTube audience, right? You had built mm. this. I knew you and Ian had strategized about building that up, and you hadn't even seen the vision at first. Right? At all, at all. Um, but Ian, child to Ian, was like, "Yo, man, you got you got one hundred fifty thousand people sitting here, <laughs> two hundred thousand people sitting here. It's a good base to start growing this shit." I, I always tell the story of Ian coming to me. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a house, but not the right way. I'm just trying to rent some stupid big ass house because that's not important. But <laughs> uh Ian was coming to me. Look, man, you fucking made two hundred dollars from YouTube this month. <laughs> two hundred dollars? I need like fifty grand to get into this house. <laughs> and Ian's supposed to be getting it. Right. But he coming to me super excited. That we made two hundred dollars this month total on YouTube. He's showing. He printed it out. <laughs> he said, "Joe, look, buddy, this video made you twenty five cent." Mm. I'm looking at him like, "Yo, dog, I could smack, <laughs> I could smack the shit out of you right now if you keep telling me about this twenty five cent video." <laughs> he said, "It's twenty five cent today, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. He's right, though. He's right. But nobody wants to it. hear that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's 25 cents today, but in a few years. But sure enough. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, how about speak to a little bit more, Ian? Like the fact that, you know, you notoriously talked about how you had so many bad deals and did. He changed my life. Bad yeah. Mm-hmm. Ian changed my entire life. Yeah. Everything about my life. Uh, and I'm saying that as somebody who actively searched for managers, I let the audience know that certain positions are just tough to fill because yeah. they're so important uh, and they require so much trust. Manager is one, personal assistant is another, mm. business accountant, like there's a few of them. And I had a lot of bad experiences with management which is probably why my career looked the way that it looked. Because mm. it was real late when Sherry told me, I don't care how good you are as an artist, you're only as good as your manager. Mm. Who told you this? Sherry told me this. Um, She's running around with me. But this was in 2014 she said this. Mm. Like, I'm at the end of the fucking, <laughs> at the end of the road here now you wanna <laughs> tell me this, but and then I was trying to find a manager, right, who saw my vision for where I wanted to go in media and content and not so much music. So think about that. I'm approaching people saying, hey, I don't want to do what I'm known for. And I don't want to do what 
I've only done my whole life. Like you're asking somebody to see a lot of vision and Ian did that. He understood that, I guess, coming from his Howard Stern tree. Mm. And uh, and he nurtured that. He nurtured that. My first two years with Ian, when did Ian come along? I don't remember now. It's been so long. Probably about eight, nine years. My first two to three years with Ian wasn't the better. What wasn't the greatest? Mm-hmm. Because he was like making me be responsible. Like he was putting me on an allowance. Mm. And he was holding me accountable. And he was... He just did some different things, and I was screaming on him. Man, I was mm. irate, and he had heard stories about Joe. I mean, you want to work with Joe? <laughs> right. You the sure lo- you want to work with Joe? <laughs> Which I refute those stories out there, by the way, if you hear any of them. But uh, And then he's coming along, and I'm only podcasting, and there's no money in podcasting, mm. which could make this relationship strenuous. Because now I'm going to be on the phone and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, yo? Mm. Like, and what am I doing if you're doing this? Like, the chips, the ducks fell where they were supposed to fall. And, and it couldn't have happened without Ian. He, right. is, he has been a, uh, the force behind all of this shit. I will go to war for him. I will fight for him mm. against any of these niggas out here. He's, he's, been, he's been that impactful. Not just to me, though. Mm. And not just to me. Papoos. But they know that out there. Like yeah. the people that yeah. know that, they know that. So how long was it until you started seeing real money? Well, what's real money? Well, better than two hundred dollars. Uh, oh, from YouTube? Yeah. Like, oh, years. Took, okay. Like you was right. <laughs> you gotta trust the process. You was absolutely right. It took years. Not because I think there is a misconception about podcasting is that everyone is just like swimming in money. Yes, and that's podcasters' fault. You hit that on the fucking head. Mm. You got. I just said this. Uh. The other day, podcasters are out there making it sound like uh, uh, bumping into a million dollars is Super Mario jumping to get a mushroom. <laughs> That's how easy they make it sound to bump into a million dollars. Mm. And all of them do it. So, And I understand why. But it's not that easy. Mm. No, It's not that easy. Right. The people that are in these meetings and the people that you got to have these talks with and the board that got to approve this. And no, it ain't easy at all. Mm. So that's our fault. We all did that. Too much cap. Too much cap out here. <laughs> yeah. Podcast yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too much cap. When, Sp- <laughs> when Spotify gave, came with that deal, we was high-fiving. Mm. But we was high-fiving because in t- 2018, there weren't many places right. that were offering that type of coin for your product. And what they did, along with some other people, companies, it kind of changed the mold and it, it sent shockwaves to the community to say, hey, this is safe to, to bet on. Like you can invest in this. Mm. Uh, when the Spotify contract ran out, I knew that I would be on my own. Mm. But it was fine because I got the information. Mm. Like once I have the information, we are, we are right now. Do you feel like independence is the move? Because you look at yourself, lad, to a certain extent, academics, no jumper. It feels like, like the independent forces are now becoming as big or bigger than the established we're way bigger way bigger than the established entities way bigger in my humble opinion Mm. way bigger like when i open the podcast chart and see 150 podcasts ahead of me they all are big budget television shows Mm. it's dateline (laughs) and it's it's a bunch of that so yeah no we're here now they got to deal with it Mm. they have to deal with it i can't speak for 
everybody else because it's too much cap in the streets, like we said. Mm-hmm. For me, independence is always going to be the way until you find, unless you find the right partner and blah, 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 blah. Like David Portnoy and them, they got, they were able to get their investment money early. Hey, mm-hmm. you got 15, 20 million so I could build my shit and come back to you and we could da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I don't, nobody did that for me. Mm-hmm. So this has to go a little differently. Right. And you said the fucktards fucked up touring and that you turned down a seven figure touring situation. I turned down, I just didn't go. I guess that is turning it. For why go? For why not, Joe? Uh, to my podcast tour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You stopped doing the pod tour, and you said you mm-hmm. don't want to do it anymore. Why? Yeah, we damn near killed ourselves last time we went on tour and did two pods a week. Mm. Like it's a lot of work, and being a showman, if you've ever been on a stage, it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So already in the middle of a rebuild, I didn't think that touring was. For the best thing to do, it was time to go back to the drawing board and build. Mm. But I won't throw you in under the bus. But some people were ambitious. <laughs> some people were a little, a little ambitious. Yeah, you did announce dates, and then you yes changed your mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I was telling him that I was telling him I changed my mind as soon as that. I was like, stop, yo. What are we? Mm. What are we doing? But it's seven figures. Seven figures. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot of meetings, but no. Because I feel like you, the read, I'm probably forgetting some others, were like... 85 South. 85 South, well, were like pioneering as far as touring goes, of mm-hmm. bringing the show on the road. And it seemed like it was almost like a, another source of income for you guys. Well, yeah. Yeah. And and it can be that for people if uh, developed, right? Mm. Right? But touring, touring always has so much to do with how the economy is doing. Mm. So... And the economy for the last five years has been this, 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 then I'm gonna kill this mic. Like, it's done. It's we need right. some fancy Joe Bud mics. This is the fancy. This is my shit I used to have. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, no touring. No touring right now, okay. right? Like, if I were to plan it, I could see next summer. Mm, okay. I could see next summer, and it just do like select cities, mm. blow it out, stay there a weekend, two shows, get the fuck out. Mm. What was, it, what, what was that first time though when you hit the stage like because you know you used to perform it as an artist but realizing oh people are just here to hear me talk like I, I have the same crowd I'll be honest with you I, I wasn't uh, it took convincing for me mm. I didn't I didn't see it yeah I, I remember when we did when I did Crown a live interview thing with Tyler they wanted to put on a ticket this is a conversation it's not a performance because they thought people would be like I got jibbed. Like, he didn't perform. He didn't do any songs. It's not a meet and greet. So, you know, then it sold out. And it was like, oh, people will pay to watch conversations. Like, See, and it takes funny. you doing that, right? When when I used to go to the venues and sell out, at the end of the night, everybody that worked at the venue would be high-fiving me, saying what a pleasure it is for y'all to come back. And I had no idea that such a peaceful event could happen here with just somebody sitting on the couch and speaking. Mm. Yeah. I didn't play no no music. There was no fights. Everyone out here is seated. People are here on their dates. Like we had to show venues that there was a market for that. We always mm-hmm. got a show. Yeah, mm-hmm. we always got a show. So we did it. All right. What do you think the future of it's going to be? It's a luxury ticket now. Mm. Not for the brokies. I've been saying that. I've been <laughs> yeah, saying that for years. Yeah, I've been saying that. Luxury ticket. It's a luxury ticket now. Mm. It's a luxury item. It's a luxury item. Wow. With with all of the festivals and rolling loud and just everybody dumping the money into it, again like podcasting, they they made their bet. So 
that now that they made their bet, we own the venues, we own the land. Mm. We're gonna move this thing around. We'll get the permits. We know the cops, and it's tougher for you now to do your either a Chitlin circuit run or to set up your own run mm. with your venues. And you get into smaller venues, so you gotta raise the price on the ticket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you're charging somebody a hundred, hundred fifty dollars to go to SOBs. Right. <laughs> right. And that's the show that I'll go to. Like, mm. I don't know when this is coming out. I'm going to see uh, Jazzy in SOBs, okay, uh, Puff's artist. Yeah. Like, I, I like to try to catch him at that level. Mm. Yeah. So what's it like seeing a, your co-hosts become, I guess you could say, stars in their own right? I mean, Melissa has kind of been established, but seeing like Ice and Ish and... I love it. Mm. I love it. I'm, I'm happy and proud of them. But they don't speak to me too much about their experience <laughs> you found. They don't talk to me about it. But, uh, but I know they don't call you from the jewelry store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not, they won't even wear the jewelry around me. <laughs> it's that type of shit. But I'm real happy for them. I always saw it in ice. I've told him forever, you should do a pod. I actually told it's the same thing because he's just argumentative by nature. Uh, so to be able to do it with them and with Flip and with Melissa and with Ian and Parks and just gang. Gang Parks. is important. Parks. Yeah, Parks. <laughs> Parks, yes. Parks on the board, real nigga in the booth. Yeah, my man. Best is the best sound, best sound in the game. Mm. Best sound true, in the though. game. Yeah, I hate these pods with the, the audios. is oh a little, little funky I am, Joe. Dog, I be know? having to rush. I be trying to put on a pod and get in the shower. And then the audio come on or ad come on. I got to <laughs> rush out the shower naked and wet. Slam the fucking shit. Turn this shit off. <laughs> Joe hates ads. Don't I don't hate ads. ads. Don't put that out there. Okay, okay. That's not true. I hate the way uh, they do it. I hate how it's done. How's that? I just hate how it's done. I, yo, I believe that we're all worth more. All of us. That's that's what I think, and I act like that. So no, when McDonald's calls, I'm not doing the twenty five hundred dollar read. You're McDonald's. I'm not. You're McDonald's, and I'm me. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer licensing my audience for cheap and to anybody. Mm. No, you got to pick up the phone and have a conversation with me to, for us to see where we're going. What's your business? What are you trying to do? What do you need? Who are you? Who mm. are you? And what are you trying to do? Don't come over here and pillage. Mm. Just pillaging, pillaging. So if you can find a way around that and still keep the audio experience the same, great. And then it weeds out the bullshit, right? For me, it's like, it's like having a high cover at the door of the club. Like I don't, I'm not charging five dollars at the club. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not because now all y'all in here. Mm-hmm. The chick you fucked in from high school was here. Fucking hood niggas, dope boys. Right. Like, no, get that out of here. Mm-mm. Weed it out. Mm-hmm. So the people that call now, they know they know what they're calling for, and they know what it costs. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how these niggas keep going from a million dollars to hundred fifty. Don't hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> hang up the phone. Right? How'd you do that? All right, have a good day. Hope mm. hope it gets back. <laughs> right. But so you got the Patreon, and it seems like you have the different level tiers, right? Everybody on Patreon has different level tiers. Take your journal voice off. <laughs> give me, give me the give me the list maker voice. <laughs> the list maker. <laughs> give me the list maker voice. What's your media list beat out? Where, where did we rank? Where we got out here? I think uh, media list? Hey! <laughs> I think the wait. And that's the other reason that you shouldn't have been beefing about the list, because y'all took off. Y'all was chilling this year. Nah. 
Well, I saw you two on Drake Chess about that. You talking about that old rap radar, the new rap radar, like the new rap radar. That's black. true. Wait, no, but they're different phases. You That's have true. different yeah. L and B. You nigga, I'm not doing this with y'all. It's two different phases. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I wanted to know which one we were talking about. When they talk about my show, it's the same thing. Mm. Okay. Are true. you talking about that era? This old show, right? Are you talking about the new show? Same shit. I guess we're in the new. This is like our third iteration, Elliot. A fourth yeah. iteration. Uh-huh. So yeah. We've been here for a while, but you know, media. I don't care about that, man. I, I fake work for Complex at this point, so that's why they wouldn't put you on the list. Man. Yeah, you but you're not in a 360 with Complex. <laughs> I might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and Speedy Mormon. Yeah, me and Speedy. But I think Joe definitely should have been on there. You know, yo, as a broadcaster. That that list was special to me because of how I exited Complex. No, that's insane. That's that is yeah. like you said a full circle moment. That is an and that's that a, is an insane. Cool. It was a great moment. full circle moment. That's insane. And I appreciate them for highlighting me, honoring me, and being humble enough to do it. And same with me. All right. Like for us to do that, I love them. It was great. Right. But other than that, what's the list? Everybody that knows me know I don't give a fuck about yeah, lists. Yeah, I don't. I Complex don't know I don't give a fuck about yeah. lists. Yeah. So I was confused why everybody <laughs> was so mad. I'm not agreeing with the list. All right. But if you're making a list out there and I'm not top 10 somewhere, then you're not credible. But is it, do you think, because I'm the only quote unquote journalist in the top 10, right? So what does that say about the state of media? Is it a bad thing? Like you said, the scene can be kind of messy out here. So yeah. what does it say for the overall state of things? Do, do you, what's your take on that? People, journalists feel like, oh, this is not, this doesn't represent us well if this is what it looks like. Well, that's why you and mainly only you for me is like really uh, integral to this, to just all of it. Like I tell people, if say what you want about act, but if something were to happen and he were to not be here, hip hop would feel that loss. Yep. There's not another one of y'all that's going to cover this the way that he covers it. Like the same with you, there aren't any more of the, like I said, sway, but it's not, it's not that. We need y'all. I don't want hip hop to be devoid of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want like the real, the real niggas that do this to have to go to a real TV network. Mm-hmm. And like, that's corny right. to me. That's corny to me. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, Thank God that that little window opened for the psycho niggas to come in. <laughs> yeah, the wild y'all were the wild rappers too. That's what bugs me out too. It's like that's what we wouldn't let you in the club. Joe Budden, Nori, Gilly, like these are the live Fat wires. Joe. These are Keep the live going, wires. Yeah. Keep going. Right? I am amazed every time I see <laughs> Fat Joe. I see Fat Joe with the Williams. I seen him with the president. That's crazy. I seen him with he is a a brand darling, yeah. right? And I'm bigging that up. I'm bigging that up. Please don't misconstrue. I'm bigging that up. Oh, of course. But I bought Flojo. Mm. We seen him walk in the club. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So he didn't look happy. It's so <laughs> it's so odd to me, right? Uh, I can't like all the people that you know. Gilly. Nori. Nori. Nori? Kicked out the club? Nori? Why do those types of personalities seem to make for good podcasts? It's insane, right? It's insane. Right. When you had Nori on your show, though, Joe, you said you love to see when people are failing. Why is that? I hate this guy. I'm sorry. Journalist, baby. Journalism. Yeah, fucking guy. But <sighs> without context, this is what I was saying. And I said it already here earlier. Mm-hmm. I was like, the people that don't give a fuck about it or won't invest in it or just are lazy, mm-hmm. they muddy the waters. And the people that just want to check. Mm. 
So when those two groups fail, I throw confetti from the sky. From my jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I start making yeah. rain some shit because they shouldn't be here. Mm. They shouldn't be here. Good. Move. One mm. less person in the way. Right. That ruffled a lot of feathers out there. It did. You know, Good. hit dogs holler. Fuck y'all niggas. Oh, my How gosh. How about that? <laughs> Fuck is these niggas talking about? <laughs> Not too much on them, man. Not too much. Fuck them niggas. I'm sick of it. Oh. I'm sick of these niggas. I've been quiet for 10 years. <laughs> now list come out. Everybody want to say some shit. <laughs> say it ain't so, Joe. It's so, though. It's so. <laughs> it's, it's so. You said him is something that there's, if you said, so, I think in January on Twitter, you said something about, well, if you think I'm making changes on the pod now, what do you see with my real kind of grand scheme uh, plan? Is? I got plans coming. They just cost. Mm. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> you need backing. You don't no, need backing. I don't backing. need backing. You don't no, need, but don't he, need. you like it. He's open to the You're welcoming it. I'm, o- I'm open to those. Okay. Please. I'm not, I'm open to those discussions, but I'm not forcing them. Mm. I'm not forcing them. Like, we're fortunate enough to be able to finance some of these ideas mm. and and execute them in a way that they bring back a return. So, right. why'd you stop interviewing rappers, man? You don't like us battling over rappers like back in the day. Who interviews who first? Y'all take it too serious. <laughs> nah, they take it too serious. Mm. If you want to know why I don't interview rappers, uh, it's because L Nori. Uh, I won't say Gilly because I don't know, but I know you and Nori. Y'all two niggas. Nori get mad if somebody get in. No, Nori's mad. Yeah. Well, we did Banks. Rest in peace, Hovain. He was so mad we did Lloyd Banks. Yeah. He was blowing up, uh, up Hovain so bad. Oh, no. he was, Yeah, no, he was mad when I did when Banks did me too. Yeah. There's yeah. a few niggas. Like, Nori will tell you he's mad that you wouldn't chat with them niggas over Right. There. So, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. But no, I still, I still, I still interview a rapper. Yeah, Simba yeah, Simba yeah. the other day. Yeah. So I'm just not going to make it like... Y'all will make it. Like, mm. the people will make it a big deal. Y'all will blow it. Y'all will highlight. Y'all will pedestal yeah. the people like you're supposed to. It's not too many of them that I want to pedestal. I don't really fuck with all of them. So, Well, they always say the old radio is that you have to be the one who's so good, you don't need guests, right? Like, you, you sort of epitomize that, too, right? You don't you want to be relying on getting great, great guests. You yourself have to be the entertaining force of the, of the program. Well, that's a good way to look at it. You want to be good enough that you don't need them. For me, it was always, I was too scared to rely on anything mm. like I didn't want to have to rely on guests I was never that well liked so I mean <laughs> I'm not trying to sit here and fucking book He's it like Banks is really gonna show up <laughs> well Banks is my man that's, see that's but great. the people that, the people that come yeah. and fuck with me I have yeah. a relationship with them or somebody really 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 close to them right yeah. other than that niggas can't just some, some niggas do be trying to pop up. Y'all in town? <laughs> what you, you trying to yell in town? What you doing in the story? Like back in the I just day. happened to be walking around in front of your set. Sideway Street. What's going on, Joe? Like, yeah, no, man. nah. But, but listen, I like that there's so many places for rappers to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't want to talk to them, but I certainly want to hear from them yeah. and hear hear more about them. Right. So I like it. I guess you'll be a good A&R, too, because in some ways you're responsible for Don Tolliver's success, right? I'm never going to say that, but I'll shout say out to Don you. Tolliver. Shout out to him. He's right. killing. His last album is, is phenomenal, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the time with that? I didn't know. Oh, he, uh, when he came up, he came up to Complex. He told a story on my pod recently. He, okay. uh, he came up to Complex with his man. He came to New York. Let me not say Complex. Mm-hmm. 
from Houston with his man, and they was gonna sleep in the car and catch people in the early oh, morning wow. with their music. So they caught they caught me. They caught me in front of complex. That's right. At like six in the morning, and it's it's footage of it, mm. and nothing came from it, mm -hmm. but. Hearing him say it, it lit the fire and let him know that he can <laughs> do this and these people were accessible and they could reach out to him. He was, yeah, That's he did dope. all of that. So, shout out to Don. I'm super, I'm super happy for him. We're trying to get him on the program. <laughs> Y'all should be able to get Don on here. <laughs> well, 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 no, the album came out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, on tour. Well, he's yeah, on tour. He blew that. <laughs> I just gonna get him, Joe. I'm just about to. No, I'm, I know you will. All right. But I was like, wait, Don's on tour right now. Yeah, he's on tour. Oh yeah, you done. Y'all right. always, y'all always get the, the the big big one though. Yeah, like y'all always. But I think keep that's, that's one a problem. I feel like that because of that though. I don't like I, the thing with the number eight for me. I feel like people kind of don't know how to rank me or like they should be like I'm an outlier. Why? Why you looking at that? Why? Because that list is bullshit. No, I'm saying, but even our podcast, I feel like I get tired of people being like, well, the rapper, you know, rapper, uh, hip hop podcast. Uh, Budden, the uh, Nori, they don't mention Rap Radar. They don't mention it the same why, way. Why do you think that is? Because I think they look at us as like a certain journalism or different standard, and I'm the OG and BDOT, and it's like we're not allowed to be kind of ranked with you guys because you guys are the ex-players or whatever. I don't know. I just think it's... Why do you think that is? I think it's just because it's celebrity-driven. I look at, you know, you, Nori, Gilly. You guys are... Celebrities. What do you say about the hundreds of other successful podcasters that are not celebrities? I'm talking about in our space, like in hip hop space, I guess. Well, I know, but I know. Yeah, but I think in a hip hop space, like you guys have something in common, like Elliot said, ex players. But at the end of the day, I don't. I really don't care personally. I just. I have my own. I have my own. I want to hear the Joe Bud theory. Am I allowed to give it here? Of yes, course. Of course. This is a place of love. I, because, because, no, let me find a different way to work. <laughs> you can be honest, Joe. We love you. Whatever you got to say, buddy. What? Well, y'all are bigger than Rap Radar. Okay. That's what the problem is. Well, uh, per, uh, personality, us? Individually. Got you. Mm. Elliot Wilson and B-Dot are bigger than Rap Radar. So just, we got to rebrand ourselves. Ellie Wilson and Vida. I, I just told y'all 20 minutes ago, I just see the value in people and things. I believe this. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that because y'all sitting here. But nobody is going to put rap radar. Easy. Not too much on Rosenberg. Easy, easy. Not too much on Rosenberg. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> but no one's going to put rap radar in the same breath as. Oh, okay. I hear what you said. Joe Budden, Gilly. Nori and whoever else they name when they're glad. So do you think this is the age? This is the, so do you think this is the age of kind of self branding in a sense, like that, that these are the brands, the individuals are the brands more so than well, well, yeah, I've been I've been thought that, but not to say that you can't get by as an entity or with an entity, but in this space, the people that love us and y'all, they don't love. Or they're not connecting to that like part in the love. same way. Yeah. Mm, That's gotcha. a clean way to say that. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. If this were Ellie and B-Doc, <laughs> and y'all did the same amount of work mm -hmm. that y'all already do, y'all already two of the hardest working men in show business. Mm. Thank you, Joe. And if y'all took that same work and just switched the name like I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think people would look at it different. Because they, they put you here out of respect and on the strength of yeah. L. Yeah. The name, the mm -hmm. value that L carries. Mm -hmm. But this ain't. Mm. I ain't saying nothing else. Right. Don't get me in trouble. 
We love. How much is this gonna cost us? It's consulting. I was gonna say, Coach Joe, man. (laughs) man. It ain't. It ain't consulting because y'all ain't gonna do it. (laughs) Y'all ain't. You in the three (laughs) sixty? Yeah. But y'all. But I think that even if even y'all should do it like concurrently. Yeah. Mm. Like. Well, Ian's on me about not doing Patreon yet. He's next summer. Knucklehead. He's, I'm. I can't. He won't give up. I can't tell you how stupid you are. <laughs> you have. You got, one of you, one of the ones you did with you. Like I ain't saying who the person is. I know. I know the one where you were talking to me. I know you know. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> and because you, my man, I uh. thought to text you the night before and say I had to tap you a little bit. A little, little, little tap, tap, tap. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, wait, I ain't saying no names. Maybe nobody <laughs> know. But as soon as I said airphones, that clip, oh, boy. I had to rip my part. I was like, that's me. But yeah, man. Nobody, nobody in the comments thought he was talking about me. I thought all. it was so obvious. At I all. thought it was so obvious. I was like, yo, Joe's Mm-mm. talking to me. You felt this kind of way? Huh? Felt no, that was, cra- it was, that that was crazy, yo. <laughs> Why am I the crazy one? Why do you keep saying I'm crazy like because that? Because you too, you too happy in life. Mm. You 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 married, <laughs> you married. You got some money. You the man. She the man. Y'all move. Y'all comfortable. <laughs> you man. you come. Y'all are the she man. The man yo. So so yeah, I know. So you comfortable. Right. Mm. And you look like the nigga that's gonna get out. Yeah, man. I, might, I just I might have to just do a new. You see, I'm getting hyped up all that old XXL shit. So I think I might have to. I might have to go back into. But I'm laughing at him posting that XXL shit mm. because dog. <laughs> You are laying your own case as to why you stupid. Mm. Mm. You should have all of that shit. Mm. Patreon, mm, 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 and then go and do your company man shit that you do. But on the side, <laughs> how, how will you not build yourself? Mm. And you've been here from the start watching all of this shit happen. It just, it's just, I don't get it. I do not get it. I don't get it. I think we have kind of separated a little bit. You know, Ellie was doing crime. I had the show on Complex. And- Y'all not hearing me. You still naming all these people. Mm. Crown is who? It's Elliot's. Right. Okay, we aren't going to talk. We're not going to talk. <laughs> oh, boy. And, no, um, B-Dot's still a little shy, though. B-Dot's a little shy still. Yeah. I, I don't all right, like so I'm not some, talking. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying to y'all to build y'all, and you telling me about everything else. I'm saying build y'all while you do a lot of okay. shit. Crown, title, this, Complex MTV used them mm-hmm. to market y'all and then reroute all of the money to y'all <laughs> because y'all will get paid more. Easy, not too much on Rosenberg. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy. I don't have no beef with nobody today, Either, including him. See, why got you happy? You're happy now. Yeah, but look at all the turmoil I had to go through. (laughs) Look at all I had to go through to get happy. (laughs) This is bullshit. Well, my shit was turmoil too. The XXL shit was turmoil. That was that was a tough time, a scary time. Yeah, but that was a tough time in oh whatever. No, I got you. (laughs) We are in 2023. We got AI Drake tracks. We had, dog, I, I just heard Biggie and The Weeknd. <laughs> I'm hearing all types of shit out here. We in 20. Weekend. Yeah. Hey, that Biggie Ice Spice record? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. We talking about, oh, oh whatever. No, right. man. Oh, my God. We, gonna, we damn near in 2024. This mm-hmm. shit is zooming by. Word. Zooming by. Rest in peace, my man Bailey. Hit the lotto for $300 million and died. Mm. Three hundred million dollars. Are you have, serious? Yeah. Wow. Barely in, in, in Madden, 
Every day for 40, 50 years, he went to the same store and played the same numbers, numbers, right? And then one morning, he was running late for work, so he went to a different store. Mm. And he hopped out and played the same numbers at a different store and hit for $300 million as a man in his late 60s and all he knows is Harlem and I'm here to take care of my mom and I'm not leaving. And you get that 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 euphoric fix in that high, and you get however many years you get from it. Mm. But at some point, all of this is going to end. Mm. And that's the message I carry with me. Like, I try to, that shit I say at the end of the part is real. Life is a series of moments, and moments pass. Let's make this last. I, I mean that shit. Because mm. at the blink of an eye, it could all be all be done. I, I check myself. When all that cam, show oh, meet me, little location. It's like a dog, you know, I can't even say it because I can't say it, but I can't do this with you. Mm. All right. Man. I'm glad you did this with us, man. Thank you, Joe. Y'all are on my list. I told B that last time I saw him at uh, yeah. Carl, y'all on my list. Anytime you need me, I'm here. Yeah. And thank you for coming on my show, too. The complex guys didn't think you were going to show up. But why? <laughs> Did, didn't, didn't we confirm it? <laughs> yeah, like, they was like, this guy's being nice. He's like, this is the first time you returned since the departure. So I was like, you're going to get Joe? I was like, I guess we could call him up. And he showed up. I think that was the precursor for the list. Too. I was going to say, yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. that was like a temp check. They probably thought that, you know, maybe Joe's mad. Or yeah. But I'm appreciative to everybody who helped. Right? Like, Help is so hard to come mm-hmm. by. Complex helped. Spotify right. helped. Elliot Paul helped. Elliot helped. Paul, Paul helped. Paul helped. Paul helped. Paul helped. Paul helped. Elliot Rosenberg. helped. Mm-hmm. Like those people that Rosenberg helped. Yeah. Rosenberg was at the Usher Both show. Both Rosenbergs helped. Both. Yeah. <laughs> but Pete was at the Usher show. Oh, Pete was at the Pete Usher show. Pete was at the Usher show. Yeah. Yeah. Was he two stepping? I didn't know he was behind me. <laughs> I shot me a tag. I'm here. I'm like, I'm not looking behind me. <laughs> I'm looking at <laughs> I am here to see one man. Right. <laughs> but it was good to hear from him, right? But just look at that. Your media your media dude at Usher with his like I like to see oh, and, that. I, and I loved it. I'm tied into the the Joe Budden Mead Mogul rise that I have my time. Yeah, you fucking yeah. right. Mm. That's it. why all these niggas dissing me, I was confused. Because so <laughs> so many of them, well maybe not the niggas dissing me, contributed to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm a student of fucking a, a Ebro and combat. Yep. Ebro had to kick me under the table. Yo, wake up. Mm. This is a talk break coming. <laughs> <laughs> get from under the table and get on them. Crack the mic. <laughs> I thought that the morning, if the morning show started at five, you can get there at five. Oh, man. I thought that too sometimes. Wow. Like, I was a nut. So thank you to Ebro. <laughs> thank you to Tracy. Or Elliot. Any, it's too many. It's too many today. Mm. Yeah. Too many names. But the niggas that didn't help, oh, it's up. Mm. It's up. Too late. Create a monster. I'm here now. Got to fight. The work ethic, man. It's phenomenal. Thank you, Elliot. Thank you. I appreciate that. It inspires me, too. So. Thank you. Same to you, brothers. There we go. Anytime you're kind and gracious enough to have me back. I like that. I like the driver dropped me off the wrong spot. <laughs> 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 Clearly said East. That nigga just west. I'm in oh, the rain. Man. I was going to text you, but I was going to feel like it'd be like a grab, like in route or something. I'm so punctual. Like, <laughs> I'm so punctual. Ian hit me and said, no, I know you are. That's Ian why I was hit me like, said, uh, let me know how far you're out. I said, I'm one minute away. <laughs> like, you know, I'm punctual. This was right. at 11.58. Mm-hmm. I got out and just stood around. I said, it says wet. 
West. <laughs> and outside is bad. Yeah, it's right rainy. Now, it's rainy. It's Joe no, Budden no, weather right bad. now. It's coming mm-hmm. out heavy. I love the rain. I'm talking the traffic and the people. Oh, yeah, no, it's oh, true. Yeah. It's, it's nuts out here. It took another 25 to get over here. But I, I like this. I think we made it. Yes, we did. Well, thank Joe you, Joe. Budden. Rap Radar oh, Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Rap Radar is the Interval Presents original production from Hyperhouse, produced by Laura Wasser. Hosts and producers, Elliot Wilson and Brian B. Miller. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Executive producer, Paul Rosenberg. Editing and sound design by Dylan Alexander Freeman. Recording engineer, Mike Urban. Visual director, Josh Perez. Operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy Ellenswag. And marketing lead, Samara Still. Make sure to follow Rap Radar and listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.